Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 182. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Offroad Andy. Hello, I'm happy to be here to talk so much news and movies and all this stuff, because we missed last week. We went dark last week. You know, think about it. We, uh, we always go dark on the week of Christmas, but that's really it. I mean, we we didn't last week. We we worked very hard, and we to still bank some episodes. Andy over here uh, digitally remastered episode seven. I remember my first Zima. So uh, it's a pivotal episode in our. It's put it into perspective. We have done one hundred and eighty-one episodes, or whatever, one hundred and seventy-something episodes since then. Um, so it's old. It was recorded on an iPhone, and uh, Carter is the host. Was he the host? I feel like he was. He was the host, and then at some point he stopped being the host, but was still on it, but then... Yeah, that's right. He like, wanted to take a seat, step back. I don't know. I'm, I don't remember. It was a long thing. time ago. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. That's where we tried Zimas uh, for the first time. They were a seasonal thing at the time. Yeah. I looked it up. They did not come back. Really? So I think the you know, White Claw was just like, good idea. We're going to fuck you and just do our own thing. Yeah, that's basically what that thing yeah. was. Um, so yeah, check that out. Check out our, our sports pod. Uh, thank you, Stalin, for uh, Nikola Jokic. Jokic, rather. There's too many of those names. Jokic, Jokic. Yeah. They played on the same team. That was a crazy time. Yeah. When Nurkic and Jokic were teammates. I, yeah. I feel like you probably give a foul or two to the wrong player and on accident. I think they were on the opposite sides of that civil war from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Stalin, Andy's favorite. But yeah, we got a lot to get into. Uh, this week, kind of picking up the pieces from last week. Uh, we're going to jump around here a bit just to keep it fun. Andy, let's lead off with an Xbox announcement. Uh, yeah, Xbox officially announced today that the new consoles, that's two, plural, will be out November 10th. So the Xbox Series X, which is the main, like, the flagship one, the more powerful one, is $500. And then the Series S is $300. And is um, you know less powerful. Does not have a disk drive. This is a kind of cool idea. That's I mean Sony's doing this as well, but uh, a lot of games are bought you know online, and you don't ever have to put a disk in there. So why have a disk drive? Um, yeah, you know cut a little bit of cost there. But uh, and this, some space hopefully. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's way smaller. They showed they had this nice little like visual graphic where they slide the Series S into the Series X. Like, look, it could fit in there. Oh, boy. Uh, it also uh, has this big black vent on it, and it looks like, like a bookshelf speaker. Like, it's this big circle <laughs> like, vent on the white console. It looks, it looks pretty cool. Interesting. Um, it, this, is, this could be potentially pretty big, because $300 is a really easy entry point if you're trying to like just get an upgrade. That was it's, the cost of a Zoom. Yeah. But to, to say, like... You know, the uh, the Xbox One, the one that came out in 2013, that was $500 to start. Um, so $300 is much more manageable. And that's what you were, you were going to spend on that old one now. Um, and it's still it's still an upgrade over the existing stuff. So, that's so kinda, what they're doing is killing the resale value. Well, they already stopped. They're not producing a lot of the Yeah, but I'm talking models. about the aftermarket sales. Where I lived as a uh, for the disc the disc drive thing, yes. Teenager and a young twenty year old man, I would resell all of my old shit because someone wants it. 
Yeah, so that's a you know part of the move towards trying to get rid of the disk drive because you know that's such a big deal. Is everyone you buy your game and then you sell it back and then you buy another used game and then uh, you know the people who make the game and Microsoft don't make any money off of that that secondary market. It just GameStop makes it all, and that's been less and less. And GameStop's going to go out of business probably within the year. I mean, them this and is Macy's is like, how are you doing this? Yeah. What's going on? It's over for them. If people still want to buy discs, uh, Amazon.com exists. I don't know if you've heard. Do you remember uh, way back when we were kids, they had a little, it was on the counter right there when you're buying your, you know, Halo, a disc scratch cover so that this thing would take, it was like a case, but you could play your games through it. That thing would take the scratch and save your disc. I remember there's the disc, there's the, the cleaning disc. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I never believed it. You put that into your machine, and it would spin. It would clean like the lens, and then yeah, they also had a machine at GameStop. That's like you want your your thing repaired, bring it here, and I don't know, like a guy shakes something, like here you go, ten bucks. Hmm. I don't know, that shit's crazy. Yeah, those were the days. Uh, those were the times we lived in. Uh, it, I'm in those times right now in a weird way. They're Blu-rays. 4Ks. I've been buying a lot of 4K Blu-rays lately uh, because. You know, 4K streaming on Netflix You've is cool. You've got an incredible TV, so... Yeah, 4K streaming on Netflix is cool, but it's not uh, close to just playing it off a disc. And there's just not that many options uh, for streaming 4K. Like, HBO Max, I think, is in still, like, 480p. It's just shit. <laughs> um, and even, like... Well, when you're watching Fresh Prince, it doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> get get a hold of those original versions of it and then run it through the 4K filter. Yeah, yeah. I'll bet. <laughs> Something else. Yeah. Okay, are you going to get one of those? No, not the Xbox. Um, You're going to get the PS5, though, right? I'll most likely get the PS5. Uh, rumor is tomorrow they'll have to do their thing where they announce the price, because that's how it works. Uh, they've, they've basically been in a standoff. Uh-huh. Who's no going to go first? Yeah, who's going to go first? Because uh, my thought is that the Microsoft is going to lose a lot of money on this uh, $500 Xbox. That the components itself are more than that. Didn't PlayStation 3 do that? They all do it to an extent. I'm thinking Microsoft because they're fucking Microsoft and own like so much of the world's make, money. make $25 billion in COVID yeah. world. Yeah. So, so they don't even, they can't afford to lose money to try to take some market share away. Um, so I think, I think it's a good, the hardware you're getting is probably great for the $500. And I don't know if Sony, which is a successful company, but no $300. Here, well, the both of them, but I'm saying the oh. $500 version that probably cost them six fifty to produce. Hmm. Probably losing, um, but the whole point is to get you into their system. Well, they're driving out the little guy who's creating his own yeah, the gaming guy, system. Sony. <laughs> it's just a different scale of Microsoft to Sony. Sony's a, a, a name we all know, but Microsoft is everywhere. Yeah, so is Sony, but yeah, not to the same level, I don't think. Well, exciting. Okay, uh, moving on to another big company, Apple. They finally did it. They done announced their new Apple iPhone event the uh, 15th of this month. I was getting uh, nervous. Usually it's this week in uh, years past. Uh, it's even fallen on September 11th of all days, which I think was a little distasteful. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be next week on Tuesday, 10 a.m., and uh, you can live stream it on YouTube, on Apple's website. I'll break it down real quick from what I've been seeing on the nude, uh, nude, nude, Nude. I can't talk. Nerd universe. <laughs> uh, 
it looks like obviously iPhone 12. It's, it's going to have 5G. Now the question is, so there's two different types of mm-hmm. uh, antennas in there. There's a one that's faster and short range, and there's one that's a little slower and broader range. It sounds like it's going to be the broader range, uh, but that report has been very back and forth. It well, seems like some of them are going to be one and others another. The different carriers are using different methods for it. Yeah. So I, I guess it'll boil down to what's making the most sense between the carriers. So maybe they will have two different types, uh, and it'll it'll depend on your carrier. And there's still such limited coverage. I don't think we're going to have it here. San Francisco, I believe. LA has it for Verizon. Yeah. Um, but it's still not all of LA. It's... Yeah, it's downtown L.A. and Santa Monica. I actually looked at it this weekend. Uh, But if you have Verizon, I don't know if I've said this, uh, they've just uh, recently changed their plans. And so if you upgrade your plan, actually I ended up saving about five bucks a month off of uh, my plan by switching. You're grandfathered in at that price for whenever they do uh, unload their 5G. Pretty good. Um, It does also look like they're not going to be including headphones, a wire, or a charger, any of that kind of stuff. A charger? For your phone? I mean, why would they not include that? Uh, that seems crazy. They just keep saying they're not going to. They're trying to make this phone a little less expensive than even the iPhone 11 Pro right now. Uh, so they're kind. They're trying to cut costs. Now, this could be total bullshit, but um, I'm also reading, and it might not come in iPhone 12, but they might be taking away this little plug port on the bottom of the phone altogether um similar to how the i the computer works how it kind of just like magnetically sli- uh, sips on this thing you might see that on the iphone uh they're also just trying to push wireless charging that yeah. actually believe it or not takes up a lot of real estate on a phone this little notch the same with why they got rid of a headphone jack that limited the screen size and uh i believe it couldn't go to a certain thinness because of that. Yeah. Um, so little things like that. I mean, I have AirPods and a wireless charger. Yeah, I, I think the headphones one. things make sense because, I mean, if you're in getting that product, go get the AirPods anyways. AirPods are tremendous. Um, they'll, they'll last. So. Uh, I think I've also said at the last thing, the WWDC in, Jan- in June, um, AirPod Pros, when you're watching a movie or a show now, will give you, you know, essentially theater sound so like surround sound if you yeah. turn your head the audio is going to go with it which sounds immersive insane. audio yeah it's it's pretty impressive uh what we also don't anticipate to see is a new apple watch i guess they might be announcing that later like january uh also expecting to see a delayed uh not necessarily announcement but delayed release of a new apple tv um don't believe you're going to see like much on the iPad front. I never really look into that one. I don't really care. Um, and also, they're going to be releasing new little tracking like pucks so you can put them in your phone or in your wallet and track it on your phone and things like that. Um, it gets just a freebie. I don't know. That doesn't move the needle for me at all. Uh, but yeah, look for that on, what is that, Tuesday of next week? 10 a.m. And we'll give a full breakdown that, that evening of uh, my opinion of everything. Okay, moving on. Uh, heat wave. Yeah. We've had a, a huge heat wave here. I was in Belmont Shore over the weekend, and we had to leave because I think Saturday hit about 97 degrees at the beach. 
which is disgusting because the beach doesn't have air conditioning. And the second it hits 645, there's no such thing as a breeze. Yeah. It's, it's just stale, humid, 88-degree air. So we actually flew the coop, went to my girlfriend's parents' house, which is more inland where it was 115, but their house was 68 degrees. <laughs> it, that doesn't work. You, you, you know AC only gets you down like 25 degrees, right? Well, they also have a pool. All right. So I was soaking it up in the pool. Uh, it's, I mean, it was, it was rough, but yeah, I kept, I was able to keep cool. My uh, apartment stays relatively cool. So you're on a lower level. You have higher ceilings. You yeah. have a lot of things working in your favor there. Yeah. Good, good shade. Uh, did you have any rolling blackouts? No. So, so I actually ended up going to my parents' house a couple times this weekend and they, my mom confirmed they're too close to a fire station. So they're exempt from a rolling blackout. Oh, fancy that. Yeah. Um, you tell me, what year are we in? 2020. We're still not quite sure how to figure out this electricity. I was asking, I was like, is Gray Davis the governor again or something? What's going on? I'm like, I, Enron, <laughs> Enron is back in business. I, it doesn't make any sense. How is this happening again? I don't know what happened. Did they forget it gets hot here? I don't know, but it was a bad sign when, um, that was about three weeks ago, they started having them as well. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even that hot yet. What's going on? And it's like, oh, Every shit. piece of electronic is energy efficient. Uh, I think it costs like an iPhone, like it costs you like two cents a year to charge it or some bullshit. How are we using all of this electricity? I get it. It's your air. Still, these things are newer machines for the most part because everything is broken after 10 years. Energy efficient. Why do they close San Onofre? Why are we having rolling blackouts in the year 2020 when everyone's like, oh, yeah, electricity will be free by then. We'll be flying. Elon Musk, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Like, what? do something productive. No one gives a shit about Mars. I don't know. You're really a hero. Maybe that will not have any rolling blackouts there. That'll be his platform. I didn't encounter any blackouts, by the way, but um, you see it on the news and it's like, how the hell? I remember that as a kid. It's like, oh, like they're they're gonna cut the power if we don't yeah. know, play along here. I'm gonna run my my washing machine at nine forty five tonight. Well, I did. Yeah, I did get an email from Edison uh, at like six in the morning on Saturday, and they're like, "Hey, if you need to use your appliances, you should do it now." We're telling you. <laughs> like, wow, that's kind of weird, but all goddamn right. bullies. What are like, they doing? If do? you got a cake, if you got a cake to make, do it now, because you don't know what's gonna happen at three o'clock. <laughs> I just don't understand how they haven't figured that out by now. Every year it gets hot. Why are we having blackouts? Didn't every person get solar too? So aren't they begging people to stop buying solar? I don't know any of the situation with solar. Not everyone has solar. I know, but they used to do incentives. And now they're like, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. We're we're done with the solar. Come back to us. Yeah. So I just don't, I don't get it. But I hope that the heat is uh, beyond us. Um, today was orange for some reason, but the air quality was good, and it wasn't that hot. So I think it's Halloween. It was, it was like swampy. You yeah. Kind of felt like you're well, in a rainforest. I took a, one of those gator boats to work, so yeah. that helped. What are those called? A fan boat? Yeah, a fan boat. We'll talk about gators more on this podcast a little later. <laughs> well, this is the gator pod. I've got, uh, I've got some gator talk later. <laughs> I just, it's, it's been very bizarre. Um, 
my parents have been getting all of the smoke in uh, Reno where they live from these fires in Yosemite and all of that. My mom said that the air quality up there was a 468 this morning. That means nothing to me. It's like Richter scale. Oh, over 100 is unhealthy. All right. Uh, anything beyond that, like that was probably like a, a chunk of tire floating in the air or something. It doesn't make any sense. It has since gone down. It must, the, winds, the winds must have shifted, but that's pretty insane. Uh, my car was covered in ash. It was parked in Long Beach all weekend. Filthy. I don't know yeah. whether there was a fire there. Uh, I also heard there was a fire started in San Bernardino over the weekend from a baby release party. Yeah. Like they're going to show what kind of baby they're having. And they chose like a smoke machine that malfunctioned and blew up a hill. So they're good parents right off the bat. They're off to a good start. Hey, we're on a high alert, everyone. At all times, don't do anything that where fires can happen. Yeah. Don't throw rocks at other rocks and make sparks. Could happen. It'll happen. Don't smoke cigarettes just in general. Yeah. What is this, the 40s? I look forward to fall. Um, I or I got at Trader Joe's today some pumpkin spice Cheerios or Joe's. I made some pumpkin spice pancakes this weekend. Look at you! Yeah. Uh, I didn't care what temperature it was. Yeah, I enjoy those pumpkin O's. Those Joe's O's. They're yeah. pretty good actually. They're very subtle pumpkin flavor, but it's just like hey, it's seasonal. Yeah, it gets you in it. You can it have Joe's O's any old time. Uh, but yeah, blackouts and all that fun stuff. Um, Okay. We'll have some upcoming movies that'll get you in the season. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next thing I have on the list, I made sushi. I made it. I got it uh, as a gift for my girlfriend's birthday. Uh, Airbnb is doing online experiences because you're not traveling like the, they used to be doing. So I hired a renowned chef from Tokyo to teach us how to make sushi. Mm-hmm. And uh, this lady's been on cooking shows in Japan. She's traveled. What about cooking shows in America? I don't think so. Guy Fieri didn't visit her. She doesn't have a diner. <laughs> uh, but so she taught us from her little kitchen in Tokyo how to make sushi. It was an hour experience. Uh, I had a private thing. It was myself, her sister, and her husband. And it was awesome. It was surprisingly easier than I anticipated. I didn't really think about it, though, how, like, the process. Um, all said and done, it took about, let's just say, two hours. And it was quite good. Uh, for our first time, especially. I was very pleased. Um, got a nice little sushi, like, kit. The bamboo mat, the knife, all that stuff on Amazon. There you go. Did uh, Where'd you go to get the fish? So her lesson, at least, is, and it's got to be, we were thinking about this, it has to be to protect her herself. She doesn't want people getting salmonella or anything. So we had smoked salmon and canned tuna. All right. Um, but yeah, so I believe, though, if you do go looking for good fish to use for sushi, you want sushimi-grade uh, fish. Yeah, which is somewhat fake. Yeah, I think that just means this thing was alive this morning. Yeah. And then you don't want to, like, wait. You want to make this puppy, like, right away. Um, so but, yeah, that's our, that's our plan. But, yeah. I was thinking of going to Bear, Bear Flag. flag. Yeah. There, see? There he is. Because, I mean, that thing was probably in their their boat that morning. Sometimes. 
Some, but they'll, they'll, they'll tell you. They'll yeah. One thing. Yeah, that's all you got to do is say, hey, I'm making sushi. What do you got for me? And they'll, it'll probably be 40 bucks. Yeah. But it's going to be some good sushi. So that'll be next on the list now that we know how to do it. Uh, it was very, very fun, though. Uh, okay. Moving on. We kind of already touched on the fires. I just have a stat to bring up. This is a record because we seem to be doing that every year. This year, and mind you, 2020, the fire season hasn't even really officially started to bloom. This is just the beginning. We've already burnt a record 2 million acres in California. Got a lot of acres in California, so... Yeah, but that's a record. Yeah. Now, it seems like every fire is, like, the biggest in history of the state. That was a couple years ago, and then the second one, and now the third one, and now the second one's this year, and it's like, what's going on? This one hasn't been as bad. Um, it's like, just beginning. You, was that last year where the people like burned alive and shit? Had like a bunch of people die. Yeah, so like, we haven't had that. Surrounded them. Yeah, we haven't had that. Luckily, um, but yeah, the air quality stuff is. I mean, you don't know what that's going to affect people years down the line. Yeah, if a bunch of people in San Francisco are going to have cancer thirty years from now, get an air purifier. Shit like that. It's bad. Keep your windows closed. Yeah. And for us, we haven't we haven't had one in Southern California that's been really big. No. And I, I remember the worst one, like we had the one that was very close um, to our area here like three years ago. But in high school, um, I think it was like freshman year of high school. There's one in San Diego, and it did turn the entire sky yellow. I think I remember um, that. I remember it was falling ash like crazy, um, and it wasn't even that close to us. Um, I remember the Chargers had to play in Mexico because they're like, you can't play here. It's pretty crazy. It's like Independence Day. Or yeah. <laughs> but that was the worst one ever, like just how it like affected. It was just like yellow. And... Yeah. Everyone like from Nebraska is like, oh, you guys have earthquakes. Like, no, we have fires. Yeah, we have an occasional quake, but it doesn't really do anything. Fires are what fuck up everything in California. Uh Remember this year was when the bushfire was in Australia. Yeah. It was this year. And it, it bled into last year, too. I think it started last year, but kept going through, like, early February. Uh, devastating numbers on, like, animals and all of that. But woof, we'll, uh, we'll keep updated on fires because we still have all of October and most of September to get through when it starts getting windy. We'll see. Okay, let's get into some better news. Orange County movie theaters. Tell us, Andy. Uh, we're in the green zone. I don't know. There's there's multiple zones. I, I didn't didn't pay attention too much to all the stuff. But the the real news is movie theaters can reopen at twenty five percent capacity, which is where they've never been passed in the last twenty years. Oh, that's probably ten. It's too much. You're joking too much. There's some pack theaters. Go see the Avengers on opening weekend. You can't. Well, but, I wouldn't even do uh, that. I don't know. There's all these different rules on, you know, what levels we can be at. Uh, I don't know when we're going to be at a level where we can open at 50%. I don't know if the theaters will even make a plan to open with this rule. But it can happen, maybe. Uh, but the big the big release right now that would get people into the theaters, uh, Tenet is out Throughout the country where $20 million. Yeah, it's a weird thing where you can, if you're in the right spot, you can go see it. Um, I desperately want to see it in IMAX. We have a good IMAX theater here in Irvine. 
So I'm going to be, uh, I'm not going to go to, you know, a, the local theater to go see this, but mm-hmm. if I can find a way that they're going to open that up, like I'd pay 50 bucks to go see it. Don't tell Like in that. a safe, if a safe setting, I assume at 25% means there's a lot of empty seats there. Um, it would just, I mean, I don't know how long that movie is, but having to wear a mask for like a three hour movie, woof. Uh, would you have to wear a mask? I would assume the, so. I don't know. Now, if you I buy... Think you get in there and then you can take your mask off in the building. I yeah, know. I don't think they're going to have that you know, little kid shining a flashlight in you like, stick it in a mask, please. Yeah. Uh, but I think all you have to do is just buy a big bucket of popcorn and there's your workaround. I'm eating. Uh, but that's how they can milk you for more money too. Buy popcorn. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine that you have to wear a mask otherwise. Come on. I should have looked up all the rules. You're inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be wrong. But yeah, that's a good sign. Um, a lot of California, I think, is is coming through uh, the color purple and into whatever the next color is. Purple's bad, but it's like, you're almost good. Yeah. <laughs> Color's stupid. And it, it, all could be, it all could get reset again, I think. We don't know what's going to happen with this weekend, with the holiday weekend, how things went. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. The beaches were packed. You know what? When we were leaving the beach to go uh, to my girlfriend's parents' house, the Mother's Beach right there, it's on Naples Island, the beach was so packed that people were just setting up camp on the grass in the parking lot area, just to be near the water. Yeah. That easy access. <laughs> oh, my God. The whole time, I just wanted to watch Jaws. It's like, that's a packed beach. This is a packed beach. Like, it just made me feel like that was... It's the mayor so, of Long Beach out there. Yeah, he's like, oh, we've got to open the beach. Everything's okay. Okay. Uh, obviously, I don't think that would happen on Mother's Beach, <laughs> but it just looked like something out of a movie, like they were filming the new Borat or something. It was way too crowded there. Uh, that kind of stuff is where I just freak out. It's too crowded on a beach. Okay. Moving on uh, into new, uh, movie news because we talked about theaters. Now, last week, obviously, we were uh, we were not here recording, so uh, tragic news about Chadwick Boseman, the not British man, but in fact, North Carolinian man. Yeah. Carolinian? So, I think he had it right the first time. Carolinian? Carolinian I think that makes sense. Hmm. Um, yeah, a, a young actor who's kind of on the rise. He was just in Spike Lee's latest movie. Um, good role in there, but you That's know, right, most forgot. notably Black Panther. I uh, was been fighting cancer for had been four years, and you know he passed silently. By the way, yeah, so that's why I was such a surprise to see this this young man who he's a superhero. Like this guy's, he can't be killed, and I think I was just kind of you know shocked the whole world there. Um, it was it was nice to see how like impactful he was. It's like yeah, Black yeah, Panther an, is trending again. Yeah, I mean, people it's like, oh, he's just it. an actor, but it's like, oh, well, this stuff means something to people. And he actually, um, you know, lived up to it in a way. He wasn't just like, no, I'm just an actor. This is just a role he really wanted to. Like, if this means something to people, I will do my best to, you know, try to set an example for people. So, mm-hmm. I also want to point out, uh, I had noticed, like, articles coming up on the news of, you know, people saying, like, oh, from a couple of years ago or whenever it was, like, look how skinny he is. What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And just judging him. It's like, I hope you feel like shit. 
Yeah. Obviously, I'm, these people just want to talk, and they're like, oh, I bet he's doing drugs, blah, blah, blah. It's like, shut the, You don't know what this guy's doing. You don't know what he's, what he's dealing with. So I hope they feel pretty bad. Yeah. And, I mean, there's there's been other, you know, celebrities that die young, but it it's either, I mean, it's tragic either way, but it's, you know, it's their own fault in a way. You think of, like, I mean, I don't want to blame people with addiction problems, but it's usually tied to that. It's like a Chris Farley or something. River Phoenix. Yeah. Where this is, this is like, this guy just got a horrible form of cancer very young. It's like, it happens. It sucks. Woof. Yeah. Okay, well, he will be missed, and uh, we'll continue watching his movies. Uh, Fresh Prince, a couple of new things to talk about. Yeah, so a couple years ago, we watched this YouTube video of like a serious drama Fresh Prince thing. Kind of funny, because it was so like, oh, this guy's seen all of the Fresh Prince. Yeah. But also, it's like, come on, dude. Like, you're just trying to get into Hollywood or something. Well, he got in. Um, yeah, I, I know if you had asked, like, do you think this is, this is going to be real? I'm like, no, this is like a film school project. And I think that's what it was, but, uh, I guess Will Smith liked it enough and they actually kind of pushed to develop it. And now it's got a two season order from the Peacock, uh, service, uh, to make this, uh, serious reboot of the Fresh Prince. You know, if you don't, if you don't know the story, it's, um, you know, a kid from the streets, who has a rich family out in Los Angeles and he gets to uh, move out there and live with them. And it's kind of, Oh, the two worlds. Like there's a guy who grew up uh, not so advantaged is now going to go to the rich kid's school and all this stuff and conflict uh, arise arises. And I don't know. It made for a funny show. I feel like it should be a play. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who wants to watch this. Yeah, if it was like a, a special or something, I'd be like, oh, it's kind of cool. They did this stuff and made it real. Two-season order right away is, is shocking to me. Yeah. But it's also, it's Peacock. What do they know? Well, they're looking at, everyone's watching Fresh Prince. Like, come on. Whatever you can do. Come on. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get Jeffrey a show. <laughs> Just Jeffrey. <laughs> Hillary, she's not doing anything. Yeah. Can't get Carlton. He's doing all these Chris Paul commercials. Yeah. Uh, but that that's the, the other Fresh Prince news. It's kind of confusing. So HBO Max has been airing, has has the rights to Fresh Prince. That's where you're able to watch all the old episodes. Uh, they also are going to do a reunion special, I guess, similar to the Friends thing that was supposed to happen that got you know pushed back because of all this going on. Uh, I, so whatever the reunion special for Fresh Prince, I don't know what's going to be. I don't know which it's Aunt not Viv have is going to be. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that's that's one of the things is is which Vivian are they going to get? <laughs> There's a lot to... Could they get them both? They should try. <laughs> but none of those people do anything. I mean, not to be mean, but like... They don't need to do anything. That's what that's what happens on sitcoms is like four of the people that are on there will never be seen again in anything. Yeah, Fresh Prince money. Yeah, so it's going to be weird to see Will Smith, who still is a huge, huge movie star, um, who's in the number one movie of 2020. Still. Was that? Concussion? Bad, Bad Boys 3. Oh. Number one box office movie of 2020. Well, regardless of the asterisk, they'll never take that away yeah. from them. <laughs> uh, I would watch the reunion. I don't think I would do more than one episode of the melodrama 
re, uh, reboot. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a CW show, right? Yeah. It's going to be one of those things. So Dawson's Creek of mm-hmm. Bel Air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, now I'm into it. Do, I, do a Dawson's Creek, but a sitcom. And James Vanderbeek plays himself. I think you have something here. Let's make a trailer for that film school, and then we'll get going on it. Yeah. I could probably get James Vanderbeek. He's probably into that shit. Katie Holmes, I don't know. A little harder. Does she do anything? I think she just is owned by she Scientology. Was, no, she was in The, the Boy too. That, that came out this year. It's a real movie that came out. I think it was like what about first the boy film. one? No one saw the boy one, mm-hmm. but they're like, I remember boy you two, talking about this. Boy two, we're doing it. Yeah, okay. People love boys. <laughs> oh dear God, Andy! <laughs> he had a tall can of beer over there. Okay, well, let's move on uh, to a boy of a man we uh, loved very much, who uh, has uh, since tragically departed. Cooper Hoffman, son of Philip Seymour. Yeah, I mean, I just five minutes ago talked about losing actors to substance abuse problems. Uh, Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman, one of the one of the greats, one of my favorites. Um, I think he died. It's been like six years, eight years. It's been a, it's been a while now. Yeah. Um, but he uh, early on in his career, he was uh, featured heavily in a couple of Paul Thomas Anderson movies, Boogie Nights and Magnolia, and he was uh, wonderful. And now Paul Thomas Anderson has cast his son. It's only been six years. Six years ago. In his uh, n- upcoming movie, which is, uh, it says it's going to be a, it's an ensemble film set in the San Fernando Valley, much like Magnolia and Boogie Nights. I think that's uh, pretty neat. Uh, I know Bradley Cooper's also supposed to be in this. Like that. Um, I mean, I, it's good because Paul Thomas Anderson, his last few movies have been uh, a little different. He hasn't, you know, gone and done that. He, he definitely didn't go back to the well all the time. Although he actually did go to the well a lot in one of his movies. It's a good pun. There will be blood. Um, Pretty good. But his last one was about a dressmaker. I still haven't watched it. Is that? Yeah. Phantom Thread. Never saw that. It's like... I think I almost gave it a go. And I was like, what am I doing? It's subject matter that I don't think a lot of people really are interested in. I'm sure it's great. It's Daniel Day-Lewis. But I'm happy to see him doing something like this. Because this is what he started off doing. So, mm-hmm. will William H. Macy be in it? Better. Is he out of prison yet? Did he ever go to prison? For a week or something? I think he was at most a week. I don't yeah. think they cared. It was Massimo and um, Rebecca yeah. that they really cared about. What's her actual name? Lori Laughlin. That's right. And yeah, Rebecca from Full House, though. Are we done with Cooper Hoffman? Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice story. I like it. Yeah, I I, uh, I look forward to that. More news stories uh, for TV or movie. Borat is back, I guess. So, Sasha Baron Cohen, you know his uh, his thing there. He uh, plays a character, then interviews people. Um, what was that from? Two thousand and four. I think the movie, movie was two thousand eight. I think the movie was two thousand six. Hmm. Uh, but but the, the Ollie show, G show, Gally I think, like, two thousand one. Yeah, it was ninety nine, real, real early. Um, and the whole thing is that doesn't work after a while. Everyone knows who Borat is. If Borat tried to interview you, you're like, that's fucking Borat. That's why he always has to switch these characters up. Mm-hmm. Um, he lasted that Showtime show where he was a bunch of different characters. What was um, it called again? Like Make America? Uh, this is America or something? This is America. Yeah. That's right. Um, it had some good moments and some weird things going on with it. Yeah, um, it was very strange. 
They went to Laguna Beach in one episode. Yeah. Painted with um, poo. But I, <laughs> there was this video on the internet a couple weeks ago of Borat driving a truck um, down a street in Long Beach. And we're like, what is this? Because, like, you can't make Borat. Like I said, people know who that is. People, you're not going to catch uh, Pamela Anderson off guard anymore. Um, she, she definitely knows who Borat is at this point. Yeah. Um, but I saw something today that uh, they said this, this movie's already done. Borat 2 has been filmed and people have seen it. The premise is that Borat, the character, knows he can no longer interview people as Borat because he's so famous now. Mm. So Borat has to wear disguises. <laughs> and it's like, well, this is getting to next level here. Yeah, we're going a whole <laughs> layer deeper into the dream. <laughs> yes. So uh, if, you, if you didn't uh, see a couple months ago, Sasha Baron Cohen uh, made an appearance at some like open the country anti-COVID rally thing in some like backwoods place or something. And he was like a farmer who was talking about how the Chinese, you know, are doing this to, to us. And like it was like a, a very racist thing. And he got the crowd to start chanting racist things. And it was like, oh, this is a classic prank. Um, I don't know if this is related to that at all. We're just... But, I mean, Borat was great. And I think he's still talented and can pull some stuff off, so. He sure loves to go, you know, behind enemy lines undercover. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that'll, people eat it up, you know. They always do, don't they? Maybe not necessarily the show on Showtime, but if this is a feature, I think people will watch it. Uh, My guess is, in our new age, comedies don't hit the theaters. This is, like... Hulu financed this or something. That's yeah. probably what's going to happen. Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Which it's good for us. Yeah. yeah we get we, to watch it the service. Yeah. Could be on Quibi or something. And then you're fucked. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> Got to watch in five minute chunks. <laughs> well, we'll keep you updated on that. Um, the next one, I don't know what this is, Andy. Who be Halloween? Hubie Halloween. This is a new Netflix Halloween movie. So. Let me see. I'll I'll let you try to guess this. Who's Netflix's biggest star? Um, Tyler Perry. Yeah, he's never done a Netflix movie, to my knowledge. <laughs> uh, one of the Chris's that was just in that movie. No. Who's the man they pay all the money to, and all his friends make all the Dave movie. Chappelle. Oh, Adam Sandler. Yes. God damn it. So this is something where Adam Sandler. It's not in Hawaii this time. This is good. Uh, it's he's like in a small town or something and halloween shit happens and kevin james is also like a cop and like oh he's working with virginia vennett again <laughs> yeah <laughs> tim meadows is in it you know it's it is what it is <laughs> ray liotta <laughs> kevin james uh steve buscemi buscemi whatever so i i mean let's just play the game zero percent uh, it doesn't, does, do we have a release date? October 7th. Okay. So pre-Halloween, but perfect for the fall. Who's Hubie? He is Hubie. His character's name is Hubie. Are we supposed to know who this is? No, I read the, pr- the premise. Okay. He's like, I think he's, he's Hubie, his name is Hubie and he owns a deli or something. It's like, what the fuck? Who cares? Who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. Anyone care? Uh, I'll most certainly watch this just because of Halloween. I often enjoy watching stupid, like, themed shows or movies. Yeah. I mean, we love watching that I'll Be Home for Christmas, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Happy birthday, by the way. He's 39 today. Oh, nice. Uh, 
So for the sake of the season, I'll sacrifice the hour and 26 minutes for this movie. Yeah. And it's free. It's on Netflix. Exactly. I well, it wasn't free to Netflix. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. Again, this is probably like, he probably actually lives here. It's probably filmed in the town he lives in, in one of his houses. Netflix yeah. is like, hey, we'll give you $55 million to make a Halloween movie. He's like, cool. I can't leave the house. Yeah. So we're just going to film it here. Keenan Thompson, Shaquille. I was going to say, Shaq, Shaq wasn't available. Okay, but they're both in it. Blake Clark. Hasn't he killed him in like four of his movies? I don't know who that is. He was in Home Alone. He was in The Waterboy. Oh, that guy. Yeah. He has been, he was born in 46. But he dies in. He was in uh, 50 First Dates. Yeah. Yeah. He dies in a couple of his movies, at least. Yeah, I don't. I don't know which ones. Maybe they were more recent. I obviously. haven't watched through yeah all of his movies all that recently. I haven't watched pretty much any of the Netflix ones. I haven't watched any of them either. Colin Quinn, ooh, Lavelle Crawford. I believe he plays a comic in uh, Always Sunny when Dee does yes, her stand. Is that big guy? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's a thing. Uh, Hubie Halloween. Look forward to that uh, if you want. Now, there's another Netflix thing that I have uh, news on. Now, I saw this pop-up. comes out on the 18th of this month, so just a mere nine days as you're listening. Uh, we often talk about on this show or off. I at least do. I even whistle the, the theme song. I can play it on the piano, as a matter of fact. Do you know what I'm talking about, Andy? X-Files. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's a good thing to whistle. No, I don't do that okay. one. Uh, so it popped up. You know how on like certain TVs it just shows like things that are coming or things that are out and a little bit about it? Well, this one was a Jurassic Park show. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, Cretaceous or some bullshit. I was like, oh, Hot damn, how have we not talked about this? It's our, It comes out, you know, a week and a half. I can't wait to talk about this and maybe even see a trailer so I can talk further about it. And I watched the trailer this morning. Now, are you familiar at all? Jurassic Park, as in Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park. You're correct. Dr. Ian Malcolm. Yes, so the storyline is it's a kid's camp on the other side of Isla Nebular, and uh, things go awry. Um, yes, it's on the island and all of that. Wow. So you're not familiar at all? No. This okay. sounds made up. Well, it is, because it's a cartoon. Yeah. Very disappointed. I watched the trailer. It's like one Saturday morning or something. Like the TV thing, programming for kids. Yeah. It's... I was very disappointed. Uh, I don't think I can watch it. Maybe my nephew will want to watch it. And I'll like, hey, let me kids w- love their dinosaurs. Let me watch an episode with you, just cause I have to. But yeah, oh, it was uh, so there's not Jeff Goldblum talking about the meaning of life or anything in there. Highly, highly unlikely. Yeah, yeah. no Sam Neil, nothing. Uh, you have to wait for next summer to get experience that. Yeah, Dominion. I can't. Yeah, keep reading more uh, great things about. So I look forward to that. But. I don't look forward to a cartoon version. Um, but it makes sense as to how it's coming out and no one had talked about. Someone just drew all of this up in quarantine, I bet. Okay. Um, moving on, we uh, played a couple of weeks ago the Rotten Tomatoes game for the binge. 
And uh, that was a show, a movie coming to Hulu on the 28th of August. But again, we played that game, I don't know, a week before that or two. And then we were dark last week. So we haven't given the numbers on that. I'll tell you those numbers in just a moment. Before we do that, Andy, this portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy. The dog leash that is quicker and easier and it works with the dog's current collar or harness. For a limited time, the Tony's Take listener, that is you. You can get 25% off and free shipping. All you have to do is plug in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. Head to simpledoggy.com. That's two G's and plug in promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. Get out there and get walking because the heat's going away. Maybe. Okay. The binge. Have you looked this up? I know you said you watched it. I've seen it, really? and I did see the score. So we're going to get an updated movie review from you after this uh, when we get into what we've been watching. But for now, let's just start with this. The binge is most definitely rotten at 23%. Now, that was Good as number. of this morning. Michael Jordan. Yeah. So off-road Andy, do you remember your score? I want to say it was low 40s. You are correct. It was a 41. Okay. Uh, the Tony Katz gave it a 32. Just only reverse those numbers. I gave it a, tw- a 14. So I think I win. That's a tie. I didn't go over. Okay. It's nine <laughs> points or nine points. But he went over. Okay. I'll give it to you. Thank you. And he's not here. So I think I win. Uh, yeah. So the binge. You You watched it. We'll get into that. Right about now. All I have are three things. One will be really quick. Uh, I've already kind of touched on it. Now I finished it. Uh, how many do you have? 50? I think six. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a big big week. Big you, go in, you go in for three. I'll go in for three. You go back in for three. All right. So I'll, I'll start off with, with the binge here. This is uh, very much the premise of a lot of teen comedies, but most notably Superbad. That it's the kids who didn't really go to a lot of parties. It's the end of the school year. Um, they want to go to the big party. Uh, the twist here is that they live in a world where drugs and alcohol have been banned, except for one day, like the movie The Purge. And now, did you... Obviously, they answered in the movie. Is this just for kids or everyone? It's the whole world. Or not the whole... At least this country, but it's okay. everyone, yes. So that goes to my point of what I said on the pod when we talked about this three weeks ago. No one can get alcohol or drugs in high school. Wink. You kidding me? Yeah. So well, just no, drug dealers are running rampant. Basically, the little like thing they show at the beginning is like, yeah, the government really cracked down and they will fucking kill you. It's like Singapore or something. They'll just fucking kill you if you have any drugs. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's why it's really so is effective. Biden's America. So it's so derivative because it's so it's that um it's also the other part of the premise here is vince vaughn is the high school principal who wants to make sure the kids aren't going to do drugs because they're bad um and his daughter is also the girl that the main character is in love with and wants to ask to the prom but you know they're just friends for now that kind of thing which is such a cliche uh but so the whole movie vince vaughn is a high school principal trying to stalk these crazy kids and find out where they're going. So he's like Ed Rooney. Yeah. I'm like, guys can't even be any more fucking blatant. Um, Rooney. And then 
so the party they're, they're trying to get to also is a competition. Um, there's a, a game aspect to it with like silly drinking games and they have to be a team. So it's a high it. school party. So it's, no, it's like beer fest. That's what I was getting at. Ah. Where it's, it's a massive thing. It's not a high school party. It's actually like a big fucking warehouse it's with at DJs. The mall. Yeah, it's a huge thing. It's like, oh, we got to get there and we got to get the right Let tickets. me ask you this. I hate to keep interrupting you. So does like Trader Joe's sell cocaine for this one day or how do you get these drugs and booze? Uh, oh, they did have like an explanation that like um, like Miller Lite or whatever just makes all the drugs and shit. But just they have the supply chain. One no, day they, a year, yes, Miller Lite is in business. Yes, that's what they were saying. Like like production, <laughs> they produce all the drugs throughout the year for what? Because there's so many drugs used in one day. Yeah. So those, it's like Santa. They do, they try <laughs> they try to explain all these they, little elves are working all year. They try to explain the dumb concept, <laughs> making the methamphetamine. Yeah. Because they go they go to like a TGI Fridays and I'm like I guess you just buy burgers and you know every other day but dumbest thing ever. Um, but so it starts off pretty dumb like oh this is this is not even a clever there's it's you know not good jokes or anything a couple times you'll laugh and then the movie just gets super weird it was already weird but it decides to just be very weird and I'm like well that's I can appreciate that at least it kind of knew like this movie sucks and is a ripoff. So let's just actually make sure it sucks. Yeah. Like, Did they make like pizza rolls and sleeping sleep on sleeping bags on the floor? No. Okay. <laughs> no, there's a like a musical number. They're forced to um, like eat a bunch of mushrooms. They like ride a a bike thing and it falls down a hill and I don't know, just crazy shit. Vince Vaughn. Uh, that's the best stuff of the movie. Vince Vaughn is a. Uh, you know, doing Vince Vaughn things. Where I'm just, just surprised they got him. That's a big get for this. It's probably a good paycheck for him. You get Gideon, no problem. Yeah. He uh, he only has done Curb and Righteous Gemstones. He's done more than that. Probably, he was but I've only Santa seen him. Santa Clarita Diet. Never saw it. He was in Booksmart. So two of the guys were in Booksmart, which is also a movie that has a very similar premise to this. Hmm. Uh, oh, that was Jonah Hill's sister wanted yes. to party, right? Yeah. Um, directed by Olivia Wilde. Pretty decent movie. Um, Vince Vaughn does the Vince Vaughn thing where he talks like details fast really and, fast. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's funny. And Judging, watching, look at the baby, look yeah, at the baby. exactly. But then it like turns out like he's, you know, he's actually unhinged and it's like, he's he, the reason he doesn't want the kids to do the drugs because he can't handle doing drugs, you know, pretty predictable stuff. But um, it's definitely, I'd say it's worth watching just how off the rails it goes. It's not good. Yeah, I already watched, and it sounds similar to that last day of American Crime. Yeah. Heaping train wreck. It's it's similar to that, but I feel like these people were more aware that they're making a piece of shit. Well, that helps, but yeah. There's not enough time in the day. We're in the NBA playoffs right now, Andy. I don't know if you know that. I think I watched a 10 at night, so there's no NBA playoffs. Oh, I haven't seen 10 at night in I don't know how long. (laughs) All right, moving on. That was a long one for that. Yeah. Uh Remember, I, I promised you some Gator updates. Yeah, you've been I'll, watching The Waterboy? I watched a movie. It's on Hulu and Amazon, I believe. Uh, Crawl came out last summer. Oh, God. The Gator movie. Hold on. So I hate to interrupt you again, but I'm going to do it. So I started watching that on a plane coming home from the like the New Year's Eve, I think, from my parents' house. And I had my air vent off on the plane. And I almost passed out. I started 
profusely sweating. Because of the gators? Well, my face got pale. I was watching that movie, which I don't think helped because it was confined spaces. And I nearly felt like I was going to die and throw up all in the same time. Uh, so needless to say, I started it, but I didn't get more than 30 minutes in because I almost died on the plane. Yeah. I'm alive, so, but I haven't finished that. It's it's a good good movie, good uh, little monster thing, premises. The girl tries, her, fa- her father lives in Florida, isn't answering the phone. They're trying to evacuate for the big hurricane. So she's like, I'm going to go and find out what happened to him. Yeah, she also just has no trust in her father. She's like, he's an idiot. He's probably yeah. drunk. Well, she was right. I he, have to go save his life. He got, he like, got electrocuted. Got, he got hurt in a basement, and we don't know why, but it turns out he was in a basement and a gator attacked him. So he's been kind of stranded in this basement, and now they're both stuck in this basement, and there's multiple gators, and they can't get out of the basement, and they got to, like, you know, maneuver around. It's So it's one of those, I like those things, a small space monster movie type thing. and But then they also have the impending hurricane coming, and it's going to flood the basement, so they can't just wait it out, you know? So there's that little, you know, ticking time clock going on. But That's gators, good. Woof. I don't I, get what those things are. Gators? Giant lizards. Yeah, big lizards. They're scary. It's weird. Why Assholes. are we allowing them to be alive? That's a that's a better question because they can fuck people up in that shit. I, why would you live in Florida with those assholes? My They're dad scary. was there for business years and years ago, and he just like he's on the first floor, second floor, whatever it was of his hotel. And he said right in front of it, gator just sitting there yeah. on the grass. What are we doing? There was a, a famous <laughs> golfer who. <laughs> He was a great. He was going to be great one, and he lost his hand. Lost your hand? I got his eye. Uh, Virginia Bennett. It's back when uh, Adam Sandler had talent. I think he maybe he was in that basement and got flooded. And I would recommend it. Dumb movies. It's, uh, Barry Pepper, you know, the famous sniper from World War II, hasn't been anything. Saving in for, Private Ryan. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's in it. That's hasn't right. Hasn't been in anything in like years. No, I've seen him in stuff. Yeah, it's one of those things he pops up, but it's yeah. Like, that guy was hot for like three years. He was yeah. gonna be the next Ben Affleck, and then he's he Philip Seymour Hoffman's friend uh, in Twenty uh, Fifth Hour. All right, Ed Norton. They're all friends. Yeah, it's Philip. Or that was during that time. Yeah, Ed was, Norton has twenty five hours before he goes to prison. Early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, that was that that time period. All right, what else do I have on my list? I turn my list off. Uh, Oh, I watched Straight Outta Compton. I never watched it before. How have you never seen that? It was free. It was on my smart TV. They're like, free movies. And I'm like, oh, okay. I believe free? it. That movie is like four years old. Yeah, it's like four years old. Um, it's uh, relevant to our time period. Uh, yeah. Uh, some of the stuff where like Ice Cube got in trouble for being anti-Semitic. That whole thing kind of popped up um, somewhat recently with Deshaun Jackson, the wide receiver, saying some anti-Semitic things after, you know, after... George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter protests, um, people brought all that stuff back up. And it's like, that. yeah, that was a problem with the Muslim Brotherhood and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny that this is a movie from four years and dealing with a lot of those issues that all came back up again. Mm-hmm. Definitely good. I enjoyed um, Lakeith Stanfield, who um, an up-and-coming actor. He was in Sorry to Bother You, a bunch of other things, Knives Out. Uh, he was Snoop Dogg in this movie, which was a small role. But it was just like, oh, shit, that guy. Just like one of those things where probably, you know, the ninth build actor in this movie, but he's now the most successful of any of those actors. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Paul Giamatti included. Oh, he's great in everything. Often plays a bad guy. 
All right. Well, you want to? All right. Yeah, mine will be pretty quick. So I finished Watchmen. I think I had only had two episodes left last time I spoke about it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I like how it kind of all wrapped up. Um, it was entertaining. It was timely. Um, worth watching. Yeah. That's on HBO or HBO Max, whatever. And it's a good thing it wraps up. You know, you don't yeah. feel like, whoa, what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah like we don't need another season or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I also watched The Way Back. Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah. It's on my list. Uh, it's just fun. I mean, I played high school basketball, so it's right there for me. Um, you just want to yell at all of them, call them dipshits like Coach Mitchell did to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's an alcoholic. I also, it's just too close for when he went to rehab in real life, timing wise. Yeah. He, it's like, he's like, huh. I can either do a movie where I'm going to have to get ripped, which requires a lot of training. Or I can do a movie where I pretend to drink a lot of beer, which I'm actually doing right now while I'm talking about this in my head. So it just seems like a clear reason for him to do I this movie. I think he's clean now, right? So. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but he was in rehab like right after this wrapped filming, I think. I thought, I thought he didn't film this until after he was clean. Maybe. Mm, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but it's a good movie. Basketball movie. I mean, are they ever bad if you like basketball? Uh, so check there that out. There was one about UTEP beating Kentucky. Never watched it, but I don't know that one. Yeah, I don't feel like there's that many. I remember Coach Carter. Yeah. Uh, white man can't jump. White man, oh, that's a great one. Can you come out and play the song? Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, there's more, but yeah, semi-pro. <laughs> okay, that's all the best ones. <laughs> yeah. So that's also on HBO. And uh, the last one, and I forgot to add this uh, until you mentioned Philip Seymour Hoffman, I watched the very weird movie entitled The Master. Are you familiar with this? That's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. This is from 2012, starring Philip Seymour Hoffman, Joaquin Phoenix, Jesse Plemons, Amy Adams, uh, among others. I watched a Jesse Plemons movie this week as well. It's very highly rated and very incredibly pointless. I, I didn't. Mean, it's just good. It's just good acting. It's a showcase for good acting. It's, that's all I got out of this. Yeah. I really enjoyed seeing Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Seymour Hoffman doing their things. Joaquin Phoenix is almost to the level of like you see similarities with the Joker. He's very thin in this. Uh, he makes poison, but he just gets drunk off of it. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman, in exceptional performance of him. Um, but you just wish that it was put to better use. This movie could have been better. Yeah, it's very, very divisive that it's slow and, you know, deliberate and just not, like, engaging at all. No, there's no point yeah. to this movie. Well, the one he did after Inherent Vice is even more pointless. Well, That's why I said Paul Thomas Anderson's kind of been on a weird run here. Hmm. Yeah, I don't recommend this to anyone who enjoys two hours of their own life uh, not being wasted. It has a good right. score. Meta score is 86. I usually enjoy movies that are artsy-fartsy like this, but not this one. It was dumb. Uh, it, and no fault to the actors. I mean, they did their job. It was not what I thought it was going to be when this was first announced. 
I thought it was definitely going to be more biting against uh, Scientology because that's what it was like. Oh my God, he's doing a movie about Scientology because mm. it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's a cult leader. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was not Scientology. There might be some parallels, but it was not that. And I would have enjoyed it more, I think, if it was. Yeah, but I there was some risk. There's a lot of risk in doing that in Hollywood where there's so many. Well, yeah, especially when like I love Magnolia. Um, that was the it's the best performance gotten out of Tom Cruise in years. You know, you can't. <laughs> Tom Cruise, I think, will never be in one of his movies again because this was too close to Scientology. So, yeah. Well, those are my three. What else you got, Andy? All right, I've got the assistant. This is uh, also on Hulu. This is one of the last, you know, movies released in theaters. Not a wide release. Um, it's a very. It was like a film festival thing. I think it came out in February. You know, limited release. It's very. It's a very short movie. Very concise. Um, not very eventful, but essentially the premise is it's just a, the work day of. Uh, a young woman who works as an assistant for a abusive film producer. Can Harvey? Yes. Okay. Um, it is. I'd say it's a horror movie. It is not <laughs> like there's monsters. I mean, it's real life monsters. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's very slow and it's builds up the dread and you're like, what's what's going on? You don't really. It doesn't explain what's going on at first. It's just like, why are we just seeing this girl make copies? you know, and, you know, she takes a car to work in New York City. And it's like, it's just very, it's very slow. And it's very good at, you kind of learn what's going on as the character does. And then Hmm. there's just the kind of like, what do you do when you, (laughs) when you know this guy's up to, you know, bad shit. Um, But I I think it's very good. It's, it's one of those Things, though, where the Rotten Tomato score is like 90%, but the audience is like 20%. That's, yeah, you kind of expect that, right? Yeah, so it's, it's one of those things. This is not a action movie. <laughs> there isn't a lot going on. And it's definitely a movie trying to make a point. Yeah, I get that. Um, I got another movie that I don't think I can recommend to everyone. <laughs> it's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Oh, you talked about this... Two weeks ago. Yeah, when Netflix said, hey, we're putting this movie out. It's Charlie Kaufman. He makes a lot of weird movies, um, being John Malkovich adaptation. Um, this is also strange. He actually, this is a, a book I didn't know. I didn't learn until after I'd watched it. But basically, it's this, this couple earlier in the relationship. They're going to the boyfriend's parents for the first time. They live out, you know, in the country. and But the couple lives in the city. And just it's kind of, you know, one of those, it's off-putting. It's very weird. Um, if you don't want to watch this whole movie, if you could watch just the 10 minute sequence of the dinner they're having. So the parents are played by Tony Collette and David Doolis and they're very, both are very good. And they're, it just, it's, this is also one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Cause it's such an awkward mm. dinner scene. Like what the fuck is going on? Why are these people so weird and why it's so uncomfortable to watch? It's like Fockers meet get out. Yes, that's almost a good way to put it, hmm. where it's like, it is like meet the parents, but like more unsettling stuff and like, and then like people's ages start to change and you're like, and it just becomes a, a mind trip, which is, that's what the Charlie Coffin movies are. It's weird. Um, and then you kind of figure out, oh, this is what this is. And so it's one of those things where 
it's going to piss people off because what is it really, what story is it even really telling? And it's not necessarily hard to follow, but it's cool to look at, cool to like see what's going on. And the actors are very good. So uh, the girl here, her name is Jessie Buckley. Um, I haven't seen anything she's been in, but she's going to be in Fargo season four, which is exciting to me. Which so far looks good. Yeah. And then uh, Jesse Plemons is the boyfriend. So he, he's um, probably best known as uh, the meth guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah, and then the crazy guy in Black Mirror. He was in Black Mirror too? He has a couple episodes okay. and he like traps people's brains, or, like clones their brains and I then puts them it. in his reality of alternate. Yeah, so he's just a, he an interesting actor. He's never going to be a... He's good. <laughs> yeah, he's never going to be uh, Ben Affleck. He's just kind of like weird out there. More like Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone says. He he looks like a fat version of Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. The last thing I got here, and this is something I can recommend to everyone. Dawson's Creek of Bel-Air? No. Oh. This is The Boys on Amazon. So I knew I wanted to watch The Boys when it first came out. But I decided I don't want to wait that long for season two, so I'll just wait to watch season one. So season two came out uh, this Friday, so I watched season one last week. Uh, So I knew the premise was about, it's a superhero thing, but it's like realistic and like, what if superheroes were not good people? Mm -hmm. And I thought the show was about the superheroes themselves. Like, they were going to be the protagonist, and they're just kind of flawed people. I was thinking, like, uh, Hancock. Remember the Will Smith movie? Yeah. That's kind of what I thought where this was going. But instead, it's actually about uh, non-superheroes that are really trying to expose and take down the superheroes. Because not necessarily that the superheroes are all evil, but they're not good people. And uh, just to give you the, the, the premise at the beginning of the show, it's just this normal guy. He's with his girlfriend out on the street. They're talking, they're having a nice little conversation, and then she explodes in front of him. And then basically the like flash type guy, the guy's really fast, is like, oh, oh God, I'm I'm sorry. He's like, didn't know what to do. He just ran Ran. right through her (laughs) and blew her up. (laughs) And was like, Oh, okay, I gotta go and takes off. You figure that would happen, right? If he's going so fast. That's the point, is that in this world, the superheroes fuck up and get a lot of innocent people killed all the time, and they don't they're not nice about it. They're, they they don't apologize. Huh. And they're just kind of Well, pricks. that guy just did. Well, it was kind of like, oh, and then just took off. Mm. Like, so then this this <laughs> this normal guy ends up getting recruited into this group called The Boys. And they're basically like, we're going to plot against the superheroes to take them down because they're but fucking people up. How do you take them. down superheroes exactly. when you're just a person? Exactly. That's so the drama of the show. They got to... They got to scheme and do stuff. Does Ben Stiller have a shovel in this movie? <laughs> I, I thought about that movie as well. <laughs> this, uh, no, it is uh, Carl Urban is the Which, leader Which, fun here. enough, He's wasn't good. that called The Watchmen? No, that's The Mystery Men. Mystery but, Men. No, the, wa- the Watchmen is actually very... The, the original comic is kind of similar to this premise in that they're superheroes that are not good people. Mm-hmm. Especially okay. the, I mean, like the, the Jeremy Irons character in the show. Like, that guy's an asshole great job yeah he did a great job but everyone thinks oh that's that's the super genius superhero but in real life no he's an asshole <laughs> help me daughter or whatever he wrote yeah out of people that <laughs> grow in lakes <laughs> but uh yeah season two started so it's, it's amazon's biggest hit i'd say by far that actually sounds is it funny or a drama yeah it, it's comedic but it's not 
just a straight comedy, but it is like it's one of those things where it's it's funny to see the like it is not painting superheroes in a good light. It kind of like shows like hey, half if this hour, show was real, people would be horrible. Half hour or hour? There's hour. That's a long time. It's eight episodes. Okay. Something well, maybe like. I'll watch it. I never, I never even go on like Amazon Prime to see what they have. Yeah, uh, they usually have a nice selection of movies, and you can usually download all of them, which is cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Whenever I fly, that's about the only time I go to that app. Yeah. Then I never end up watching it because I always just see what they have on the f- flight. Well, I do have one recommendation. So Let's the superheroes all work basically for a corporation. Amazon. So that's that was kind of the joke. Is like. It's a show about it, uh, an evil corporation, but no. Uh, but the played uh, by a bald man. No. Oh. The person who's kind of she's not the head of the company, but she's like the head of the superhero part of it mm-hmm. is uh, Elizabeth Shue of Adventures of Babysitting and Back to the Future. Oh, terrific! It's like oh, but at the end, and it's funny how this guy also this is, leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, that was later. I like those eighties ones. Um, Cocktail. This guy has a has a specific specific role here. At the end of the first season, and I, this might be a spoiler, but like who it's revealed is the actual CEO of the company was Giancarlo Esposito. And I was like, he's the guy from Breaking Bad. Oh, who's he's also terrific. Mandalorian to, too. Revealed to be the bad guy in Mandalorian at the end. It's like, all right, that's just your thing. He's like, I'll do the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to be the bad guy. Yeah. Well, being more of uh, Mandalorian season two. Yeah. Well, he's going to be more in The Boys season two as well. So I'm like, Busy man, busy man. Yeah. Well, he's got nothing but time now. I mean, yeah. what is he coming occasionally on Better Call Saul? Yeah, at, he was, at best. He was a full, you know, actor on this last season. So. Oh, well, maybe I'll watch that whenever it comes to Netflix. Yeah. If it ever does. All right. Any- that, was, that was a lot. A lot of recommendations. Good yeah, stuff. a lot of good stuff there. Uh, anything else to mention before we wrap her up? I'll have more next week, I'm sure. So will I. All right. Well, until then, you've been listening to episode 182 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me, we had Off-Road, Dawson's Creek Andy. I'd love that name. I want to keep it forever. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>